Happy day, sisters. Welcome to Come Sis With Me, the podcast, a movement fueled by the heart of women with a desire to experience genuine community that uplifts, empowers, and strengthens one another on one common hood, sisterhood. I'm your host, Mia, relationship counselor, coach, minister, and your sisterhood connoisseur. Join me as we walk through my honest conversations on all things sisterhood, womanhood, and whatever other hood comes up with a goal of knowing that through it all, you got this, sis. Welcome back to Come Sit With Me, the podcast. And today we are talking about and starting the Womanhood series, which coincidentally, but maybe not, is beginning the in the month of March, which is Women's History Month. Woo! And I'm so excited that I... I put the two together because I knew I wanted to do a womanhood series. Um, and I wanted to talk about a couple topics within the womanhood realm. Um, but I didn't plan for it to be in March. It just happened that way. I don't know. It was just a blessing. Um, because often, often I get the question of what does womanhood have to do with sisterhood? Which, I don't know if it pauses you, <laughs> but it definitely pauses me because my, my, my first thought is how can I, how can I learn how to be a woman? How can I engage and embrace all that there is about womanhood without sisterhood? They go together. Um, and so... I really wanted to have a couple series that really showcased why sisterhood influences womanhood and how it influences womanhood and why we should really embrace sisterhood as a part of us maturing and growing in our womanhood, right? There's several different um, categories that I think we could fall into that I wanted to kind of focus on through the, throughout the series. Um, one of them was marriage and singleness. Another one was kind of more around the career work ministry aspect. And then the other, the third one is identity and self and how you really see yourself as a woman, how you see yourself in society as a woman, in your relationships as a woman, um, and why that's important. Because, you know, a lot of things can break us down in society, in this world, um, and cause us to build up an identity that Christ, that God had never created us to have as women, right? So one of the best teachings that I've ever heard on womanhood was by my very, very good friend, um, Shantae, which thank God, um, um, I have women like this in my life because, I tell you the story all the time about how she basically saved my marriage. <laughs> Don't know if I would be here without Shantae. Um, just sharing with me some of the ridiculousness of the thoughts that I was having as a newlywed. But one of the teachings that she did was uh, centered around womanhood and the original design for women. 
and how, yes, Eve was created from man. Woman was created from the rib of man. But that God created Eve as a answer to the problem of man being alone right? Man having to deal with all of these things that God created on his own. And God said, "Mm, I don't know about this. (laughs) And then he created Eve and was like, this is good. This is good. Like this is the answer to the problem. She is the solution. And oftentimes, and, and from that, from that teaching, oh my goodness, it clicked. I realized that so many of us women, right, don't, they, we walk through life not understanding that we are the answer. We are the solution to many, a multitude of problems that the world encounters, right? But how do you gain confidence in being a woman? How do you affirm your identity in being a woman? How do you become a builder and a life giver and a woman who lives in the image of God, right? When you are constantly battling with the world's perspective of women and perception of women as being weak, as being less than, as being... um not as intelligent, not as worthwhile. Um, They can't do the same things as men. You can't accomplish the same things the way a man can. Um, A wife is only good for becoming a mother and then taking care of the home. Or a daughter is only good for taking care of her um, parents when they get old or taking care of the children in the home. I don't know if you grew up with siblings and you're a sister and you have like younger siblings, but I don't, I don't think I've ever heard of a brother having to take care of the kids when the mom's mom was away or dad was away. Right. Um, typically that's left to the oldest sibling, oldest female child. Right. And so consequently what has happened throughout our lives, throughout the generations is that women, a key, uh, which is why I really love Women Hist- Women's Histories Month is because it celebrates those women who broke free from the mold, broke free from the oppression of women are too sensitive, women are, are too weak. Um, and they showcased that it was okay to be feminine. It was okay to be strong and confident and be a woman. They actually all go together, right? They're not separate from one another. Um, and so I, I said that I, I started with saying that, that that teaching that she did, that preaching that she did, oh, really sparked my passion for showcasing how sisterhood helps women. Um, I myself love to mentor and share things with women in a way, my sisters, um, especially about our womanhood, about things that really only pertain to us, about why sometimes our boobs hurt or um, our issue, you know, an issue with reproduction or infertility or um, something that has to do with our cycle every month and the things that I learn and sharing those with my sisters. Um, Because sometimes, we are too ashamed to share these things out loud. 
uh, I was looking at a, at a Instagram for a woman who is a black woman who is a OBGYN and I think she's in Texas and I just love how she is just so open about the things that we deal with as women. We have discharge. We have things that will take place. I probably should have put a disclaimer on this, huh? Okay. I'm going to talk about things that pertain to being a woman. So, you know, if you're antsy about that, then hold on to your seat. Okay. But these things are important because how many of us have seen women are no sisters who have grown up and did not learn that there would be a discharge in her underwear every month, right? And that that can get hard. And so, yes, that is normal, that that happens, right? Um, And what the OBGYN was saying was, don't shame each other for that. Don't, Don't shame yourself for that. It's normal. It's a natural part of your vaginal secretions to discharge something every month and that there is I mean there are some healthy discharges there are some unhealthy discharges but either way it's very normal right how all how many of us grew up being ashamed of even saying things even saying vagina right to the point where now that I'm older uh, I am recognizing that there are so many women that have gotten to my age that don't Um, that still view using a tampon as um, disgusting. Uh, Yeah. And so I don't even know how I got here. I just, I feel like I just rambled to this place. But my point was (laughs) that this month we get to celebrate the joy of being a woman because it actually is really freeing and it should be freeing to you. And sisterhood helps to embrace the freedom of being a woman. How? How does sisterhood do that? Well, I just shared with you one of the ways. Like this OBGYN is on Instagram. She has over almost a million followers. And she's telling women that it's okay to embrace the things that your body does naturally. That's how it was created. And there's women underneath of the comments who are like, oh, that's nasty. Oh, I don't want to talk about that. Oh, like I hate that part of me. And that small piece, right, of the puzzle, this lends a little bit of, or it gives me a little bit of insight into how we sometimes take something about ourselves that is very just just one piece of us. And we superimpose that onto multiple things in our life, right? And so this woman, our sister, is shining a light on things that we don't need to be shamed about. And sisterhood does that often if it's done correctly, right? That I could come to you as my sister and say, this is something that is happening with me um, that's going on in my life, right? And my sister says, you know what? As women, I think that's something normal that we go through. Um, And I understand that it's hard for you, but you shouldn't be ashamed of it. So the one thing that sisterhood does to influence womanhood is to help us overcome the things that the world tries to use against us to shame us and tells us that, okay, you're dealing with this thing. And sometimes the thing is not good. Sometimes it is as a result of your own sin and your own choices. But sisterhood says that, you know, it's okay because I still want to affirm you and your identity as a woman. And it's okay that 
you deal with this thing, that this thing exists in your life. Because I too once dealt with it, or I am dealing with it, or I have, you know, never seen this before, but I know that it's a part of being a woman and I want to help nurture and build and just be gentle with where you are right now. There's one thing about womanhood that I think gets a bad rep and we, and now it's starting to really come to light and we hear it more as we're going, you know, as we're growing and maturing, but everybody wants to live this soft girl life, this soft era, right? They want to live, they want to be a woman and live in this soft and sensualness of being a woman, which is absolutely a blessing to us. It's actually one of our gifts, right? Is that we can be soft and sensual, but also you see women that are struggling to be confident and strong in their sensitivity, in their sensual sensuality, in their softness. Instead, the world still considers that weak, right? So we can say we want to be in this soft girl era all day long, but do you really truly understand how to bridge being strong and confident and being sensual and soft at the same time? Sisterhood teaches you that, right? Sisterhood teaches you how to uplift and empower your sister. You got this girl. You could do all of the things, but I want you to be okay with crying. I want you to be okay with telling people the weaknesses and the vulnerabilities that you have in doing the thing that is required of you to be, to continue in this race of confidence and strength, right? Like it's actual sensitivity is actually a strength. If you do a Gallup Strengths Finder, which is very much used in the marketplace and a lot of times used in very corporate business-like structures, um, there is what people call you know, the, the strong strengths and then there's the weak strengths. And one of those is, is being sensitive, like being able to have harmony, right? And they, they use this as, a, or they, they don't use it, but they, they, people see it as like, oh, I don't want to be the, I don't want to be the harmonious one. I don't want that to be my strength, right? And most of the time, those, most of the time, women are the ones who are categorized on the Gallup strengths finder as sensitive, harmonious, right? Really um, peacekeepers. But Gallup considers that a strength. Why? Because we can't have a bunch of people running around the earth, hard knock life, bumping heads, unwilling to budge or bend or even be flexible at all in their ability to honor and hear what someone is saying. That is a gift that we have as women, is that we could hear what someone is saying and we can nurture what is being said and we can still hold a place for them and be sensitive to what is happening in the world. I can't imagine what this earth would look like if it was run by only men. I actually can't understand what it would look like if we lived on earth completely just um, separated from one another as women right? Like only men, horrible, terrible, no good, very bad. But even living as a woman alone is like living in a world full of men. Not having your sisters to showcase sensitivity in your life and to honor that in your relationships with one another and build up that strength in you if it's not already a strength. Oh, I don't know where I would be. 
I don't know where I would be. And I and I recognize through sisterhood that my existence as a woman is necessary. That I was created for a purpose on earth that no man can walk in. That no man can come in and supersede me at all. Because I am. I am woman, right? Hear me roar, I guess is the, the, the thing. I just heard the wildest little uh, scenario, right? Okay, so I don't know if you guys have seen a recent post on Instagram where this woman, first of all, she calls herself middle age and she's 40. So I'm in my 40s and I am not calling myself middle aged, okay? I'm older, but I am not an elder and I'm not middle aged. Middle aged, that means like you're only living to 80, I mean, and we're living far past that now, right? I don't know. I just don't want to be middle-aged. I'm not middle-aged. I'm like very seasoned in a vibe at this age. I don't, if you don't, if you're not into like, anyway, that's getting off the topic. Anyway, this lady calls herself middle-aged, which was the first red flag, says that she doesn't understand the concept of a girl's trip. Um, And then she went further into saying that she doesn't have friends, which sis, that's the second red flag. That's why I know why you don't understand girls trips is because you don't have friends. And that she thought that the only point of vacation was to get nude and have sex with your man. Like, what's the point of going on vacation if your man's not there to cater to your needs and do all the things and X, Y, and Z. And she said that she never, she's never, maybe she's never grasped that concept because she's never seen her mom go on girls trips. She never saw her mom leave the house and hang out with her friends and do those things. Okay. This is why sisterhood is mandatory in womanhood, because women like this, one, will call themselves middle age when they're 40 and still fine and very much living life. And she's gorgeous. So not sure why she even wanted to aspire to that level of um, monstrosity, like not middle aged. Um, but you don't understand the concept of a girl's trip because you've never seen it modeled for you. So many of us in life will become mothers and wives, right? But most of us will be sisters first. We'll be daughters first. And we don't understand the beauty of being a woman because we're not taught that at an early age. We're not showcased that at an early age, right? And through sisterhood, a lot of times, right, um, because I watched my mom have really great friends that to this day she still has, right? Um, that these women are my aunties. They are, if something was to ever happen to my mom, ooh, that just made me emotional. If something was to ever happen to my mom, that these women, these women would absolutely stand in the gap for her when it comes to her kids, right? And they've done vacations together. They've got in trouble together plenty of times, which is beautiful, right? When you think about longevity in relationships and how you get to laugh and joke about those things, but you also learn lessons together. But I watched that from a very early age, how some of the things that my mom dealt with as a result of just generational things, um, from her parents and from her parents' parents, right? That she didn't understand how to take care of her hair or how 
Um, she knew some of, you know, the feminine things, how to take care of her body and those things like that. But her sisters really taught her a confidence that she didn't have from growing up. They helped her recognize how complex and sensitive, um, how those things are gifts to their relationships, in their relationships with her. So she recognized that I don't need a man to do everything in my life. In fact, I actually really need my sisters sometimes to build me back up when I get in a relationship with a man who tries to tear me down and forgets and tries to tell me that as a woman, I'm weaker than him, or as a woman, I'm only good to be his wife or the bearer of his children, um, that I don't have a stake in what we build together. That is the enemy's agenda against womanhood. And I think his ultimate goal is that he would tear, he would get women to this place where they believe there's no point in me going on vacation with a woman. Why would I go on vacation? What is, what is the point of a girl's trip? Why would I do that? Because he wants to keep us so separated and bogged down with life's agendas, uh, of his agenda against womanhood that he will tell us, that he will keep us from the very people, the very creation that God gave us to be solutions. We're not just solutions to man. We're solutions to one another. We have the keys to unlock doors and to build bridges, the bricks to build bridges for one another and sisterhood. Some some women are going before us in, in this sisterhood journey and they're unlocking places that we that our our girls, our daughters, our daughters' daughters never even thought were possible to and even and it's even been done before, right? You hear about um I don't even I don't can't remember her name, but women astronauts was not a thing. Not even that long ago, okay? Um, and now it's you can it, it's not a it's not so far off, right? You're like, oh yeah, women astronauts, that happens, right? It's still very much, you know, the number is very m- much skewed in terms of men versus women, but it's still not someone ha- a woman had to go. Our sister had to go and unlock that door. Right. So when I hear women say, I don't understand the benefit of a a girl's trip, sis, then you don't understand the full benefit of being a woman. You don't understand the joy that comes from sitting and kicking and laughing with your girls after you don't had the most tumultuous breakup of your life or um, the longest work week of your life because you're the only woman in a male dominated area, right? That you don't understand, like you're so used to a man's love, right? That you don't even recognize the benefits of being loved on by women and how our love for one another is so deep and so healing and so soft and affirming that when you go back to your man, 
Like what he gives you is just extra. And you're like, oh, I love this. This is great. Ah. Like he's the best man ever. I I share with you guys candidly, but this truly is my testimony that the way that my husband loves me and the way that I love him is because I don't rely on him to supply every one of my womanly needs. I understand that there's parts of me that my husband was not created to speak to because that's not how he was created. He's not a nurturer. He's not naturally a sensitive and sensual person, right? He was created to protect me. He was created to lead me. And uh, many times leaders have to be really tough. And so that gentleness that I, I do get from him in some areas, I don't rely on him for all areas of my life. And if you haven't listened, go back and listen to the previous podcast, which is very dear to my heart. I invited my really handsome husband on and he shared a little bit of his wisdom with you guys. Um, but he, we talked about how he really loves that I have a core group of women that I rely on for sisterhood <laughs> because it relieves the burden on him. But sisterhood is filling, right? It, it's filling and it is nurturing and it is it, it supplies a level of knowledge um, surrounding who you are as a woman. Okay, so back to what I was saying with the lady in the Instagram post. So her, her I don't have friends um, statement really paused me and it actually grieve my heart a bit because I can understand why you would think it's hard that you don't, you misunderstand the concept of a girl's trip. If you don't have friends, if you don't have women who you can call on and say, Hey, I'm having a, a rough day or I'm having a great day. Celebrate with me. Right. Um, why that concept is hard for you to grasp. And that makes me sad. It makes me sad that there are women who would rather live and spend all of their time alone or with a man and not enjoy the benefit of being with their sisters. Not enjoy the benefit of having someone lay on in all types of positions to make sure you get the right pick, sis, because we ain't going home till we get the po- the one, the post, the, the number one pick on the post, okay? My husband... <sighs> Lord, y'all, that man could take 30 pics of me. And I'd be like, babe, these suck. All of them. Like literally every single one of them except for one. And this one's not even great. It's it's okay. I'll do, I'll deal with it. Cause at this point I'm tired, but uh, I'm gonna get my baby some video, some photography classes or something. Cause yeesh. But Also, it makes me sad because you don't have women, you don't understand what it feels like to be celebrated by your sisters. I just had a birthday. I'm definitely, oh, I feel like I'm going to cry again. I just had a birthday and I sat on a, I had a virtual birthday party for myself, which is the first time I've ever done this. And I feel like this is going to be a ritual every year now because I was so full after this call from these women taking time out of their night, their day, and celebrating me because of nothing else than me turning 42. 
and that they love me, obviously. But they really affirmed who I was, who I am as their sister, and then who I am in their life, what I brought to them, how I reflected God's image into their life, how I built certain bridges for them, how I've um, exuded love and nurturing and sensuality and softness and how it's okay to be feminine. Some of the some of the women that were on the call, I remember having specific conversations about them, about tampons, right? Or about reproductive issues and concerns or just general things about how do I navigate a difficult relationship with my mother or how I, how do I navigate um, life with my husband after, you know, going through life as a single, not doing singleness so well, put it that way. Like I did not do singleness well. So how do I overcome that belief that I can actually be a, a Proverbs or a one wife, a wife that brings virtue to her husband, right? Um, just building that confidence in my sisters. And they sat on that call and just loved on me. They celebrated my life so deeply, so remarkably. Like I just, I'm full. I'm still full. That was February 24th and it's now the 29th and I'm still full. I'm I'm like living, I'm I'm living on a high. I'm just gonna ride it out. <laughs> and I'm actually gonna keep riding because you know, we go right into women's history month. And I just I love loving on us. I love how we love one another. I love how we were built to love in a way that men cannot do. They cannot do. They cannot do. So over the next couple of weeks, my goal is to build you up in your womanhood um, through sisterhood, right? I have some really special guests coming to share about womanhood and specifically the challenges in their life and how they have overcome and navigated those things. And this is why I say sisterhood influences womanhood, because these sisters have taken time out of their day to record a podcast episode with me to share about their lives and how, as women, we will go through these things, but their testimony is hopefully one that you can help use you to overcome the things in your life. Because even though all of our lives don't look the same and we're not in the same place. Some of us are married. Some of us are single. Some of us are older. (laughs) Some of y'all is middle-aged, not me. (laughs) Right. And some of us are babies, little babies. I miss being a baby sometimes, but not really because I was not a mature baby. So, and some of us are very much into our careers and some of us are building and just trying to navigate what it looks like to be a mom or, or if you're on a journey to motherhood or just not even close to being a mother, right? All of the things, all of those things, we could be in different places of our lives and we are still connected by our womanhood, by our identity as a woman first. And I love that. We, one of the things that I said before in a teaching was, um, 
in this journey with infertility, one of the things that's really hard to to come to grips with when it comes to being a woman and being a good wife to my husband is that the main thing that God gave us to do on earth, which is not like man could never do is birth. Right. Um, And I have sisters who have affirmed the birther in me throughout my journey through infertility. But as women, we are the only ones who was given that, that ability. Right. And so we affirm the identity of one another because we are women and we are, we are bonded together in God's original creation for us of original purpose for our creation. So don't let little things like, oh, we're not in the same place in life distract you from using sisterhood to help you in your walk of maturing to a full, fully developed, confident identity as a woman, because it's, it's, it's necessary. It's necessary. And sisterhood helps us break down that default of isolation when we go into those times, those moments of um, distress, you know, because that can happen. Um, And it helps you heal together. It teaches us wisdom without shame. And I love that for us. I love every part of that. Yeah. So I really am excited for what you're going to, what's in store for March. I pray that you stay with us, stay with me, sis with me for this month and really embrace what it is to be a woman. Because we are bomb, sis. We are a vibe, especially when we know who we are and what we have to offer And we don't play no games. We don't let nobody try to second guess or undercut or undermine or shortchange us in who we are. And so I pray that me and my sisters who I have coming um, will affirm that in you and build you up, sis, because you got this. All right. So that's it for this week. But. Like I said, stay tuned because this is just the first installment of our womanhood series. And there are there is so much more in store for you. I love you, sis. Have a great rest of your weekend. And don't forget, just in case, you got this. Peace out. If you enjoyed this episode of Come Sis With Me, please subscribe, leave a review, and share it with your friends. Tune in next time as we continue to explore the extraordinary power of women in the bond of sisterhood. Until then, you got this, sis.